0: oh is it not working again oh hello everyone i still can't get my theme music to load um i'm what i must do is um re-upload it the news is working fine but the theme music not working fine good evening it's wednesday you're listening to teachers talk radio and my name is toby payne cook and my good friend Ed Finch will be about to join me, hopefully, if he's not still in the pub. Anyway, I know he's expecting us to be doing a show this evening because we did have some communication. A pre-production meeting was held. Um, Anyway, um, lovely to be here on the air with you on this beautifully warm evening. I am broadcasting from... uh, Gemma, that is my 18-year-old daughter, who has finished her A-levels. Uh, she did art, psychology, and economics, and she's not here this evening. Um, and I'm sitting in her window, which is kind of north-facing, really, um, and it sort of f- looks over an alley um, at the side of the house. And uh, But there's a sliver, a sliver of northwestern light. The sunset is occurring, just in my almost in my field of vision if i position my computer slightly facing out the window i've got a spider plant and a couple of ferns in pots in front of me as well it's feeling very lovely and the sun is just setting here in kent um i don't know and i what i what i figured out earlier on in half term um whilst i'm waiting for ed to join us is that the sun which i kind of knew this obviously i'm sure you know this but the sun sets a little earlier here in the east of england in the southeast of england than it does in the west of england um and when i was in devon in half term and also um of course if you go a bit further north then it will set a bit later so one mission i would like to do at some point is to drive from the earliest eastern sunrise the earliest eastern sunrise um in the uk and drive to the latest western sunset on or around the summer solstice sometime good evening ed i'm whiffling on about early sunrises and late sunsets at this time of year and talking about doing the journey from the earliest easternmost sunrise in the uk I think it's Lowestoft around there somewhere, or it might be um, a little further north at this time of year. Um, and then, and then um, heading across, you'd have about eighteen or nineteen hours to do it, I reckon, to the most westerly sunset on the mainland in in um, England, so Wales, or Scotland. The what's yeah. the time
1: difference between sunrise in Lowestoft and sunrise in wherever the? Most uh, easterly point
0: is. Um, I, don't know, I don't I don't. think it'd be hugely different, but the sun will I set. Think it'd be more
1: different than you think, because there's there's there's
0: five minutes difference
1: between Greenwich Mean Time and Oxford Time, isn't there?
0: Yes, and there's and there's and and that's right so what, I, what I noticed in it's Devon. be Like
1: fifty miles, isn't
0: it? So if yeah. you
1: go from lowest oh, You know, I, I'm not saying it would be hours or anything,
0: but I think it might be longer than you think yeah i think yes it could be i think that's true because i think even in in devon when i was down in half term two weeks ago um Mm -hmm. over to just over two weeks ago or no bang on two weeks ago the sun was setting about quarter past nine and and that's 250 miles west of of where i am now but it's only it, it it only got to setting at quarter past nine Sort of earlier this week here which is further east mm-hmm. yes yeah, so it sets sets a little later down with you um a bit further to the west and a little earlier here um but of course then there's the north-south thing as well isn't there so well of course there is. So if we go up to the we, top of Scotland, I mean, we would be fools to discount the north-south influence wouldn't we we I would mean- We'd be <laughs> we would much because if go, of ourselves if we were to do that. <laughs> if we were going to go up to the top of Scotland, then it's it's light, broad daylight until till gone ten o'clock at the moment.
1: Oh mate, I once about this time of year, uh many years ago. Do you remember the um what was it called? You know, Bob Geldof's Million. We did like we made a white band around Edinburgh because of some climate summit that was happening.
2: That Brody. rainy belt
1: you I reckon know. that was before my child was born. So I reckon it might have been like. Somebody will probably message this, won't it? Probably 2000, I'm going to say five ish. But
0: anyway, I went up. Was that when Live Eight was? Was Live Eight in. in? Yeah, um... yeah.
1: And there was something down at the Eden Project, which was still a pretty neat idea at those times, wasn't there? There was like a yeah. world music thing. You know, it was before Bowie died. It was when things were still happening, you know. Um, <laughs> before Brexit. I got money from my local union, from my NEUT branch, to travel up to Edinburgh to take part in this thing, be and yeah. uh, represent Oxfordshire NUT on this march where we encircled the whole of Edinburgh. Where, and anyway, I didn't know where to stay, so I arranged to stay with an old friend called Brendan who lives or lived uh, in Lower Largo in Fife quite a long way out of Edinburgh but we like him now when we got back so it was me my mate Dave and my mate cheeky cheeky Matthew Chambers cheeky Chambers we had agreed to stay there we were quite tired and we knew that we'd traveled up to do this March and we were going to travel down on the Sunday and then be back to work on Monday so enough <laughs> we knew this was gonna be tiring and we wouldn't really think it was a big night out which is why we went straight back to his house where we found that he'd filled the uh, fridge with so much booze that you couldn't close the door and declared, having done a little bit of pre-drinking, he said, with typical Scottish hospitality, he said that no one was allowed to go to bed until the fridge was empty. (laughs) (laughs) And it was one of the longest nights of my life. We went to the land beyond, and every time somebody tried to sneak off to bed, he, he got increasingly... You know, obstreperous about this, he'd made the deal that no one was going to bed till the fridge was empty and he was damned if they were. He had to read the lesson in church in the morning, which was not a pretty sight. No, uh,
0: no, I'm going to have a fridge crazy, full of booze crazy, again.
1: It, did, it didn't get dark. It just didn't get dark. At no point was it what you would say was dark. And that's only in Fife, which is barely, you know, it's barely it's, over the it's first
0: southern Scotland no I went I went to Aberdeen Aberdeen when I was working with Pfizer in uh, when was that it was late very late May um sometime in 2010 probably I think um, and very late May or maybe 2011, 2011 very late may and it was yeah it was total completely light at 10 o'clock mm. it started the, the twilight started and so it was dark it wasn't dark until 11 um but even
1: then it's not dark
0: you know it's not dark there's, no. there's
1: always light on the horizon well yeah exactly yeah but you pay for that you see you pay for that in the winter when it's basically dark for six months exactly also yes, told, absolutely well, my um, mother's family um uh, generations and generations and generations of them were from aberdeen and they were i can say uh, do a lot they were not they were not basically fun i wouldn't say no. my father's family were with a capital f but they were more fun than the scots who were so yeah the aberdeen merchant people i was talking and, about uh,
0: this 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 daylight stuff with um yeah. with uh children at school the other day and saying you know that wouldn't it be dull to live on the equator you know without really? having and i said although you know january and february in this country can absolutely do one um And we all get a bit depressed in the winter in comparison to in in, in the summer, I think, because, well, Mm -hmm. just the length of the day and the lack of sunlight and, and the lack of outdoor activity. But... Um, just the coming of the spring, you know, the coming of the spring, and it's been a, it was late coming this year. It was a, it was a wet, miserable March and and most of April. Um, but but now we have got to some very blissful summer weather. As the and I say that as the sun is about one third set behind the hills in the narrow alley gap between my house and my neighbour's house, the footpath that runs down the hills, and I'm sitting here watching that. Beautiful orange disc sink below the horizon. Um, marvelous. Um, yeah. So anyway, there we go. It's it's um. I think it's a good. So thing. You're but not. You're not. No, I'm going to do a segue here. You're not envious of those people who live on the equator. Then you, you don't find yourself to be envious of them. I'm not envious of them at all, Ed. I, I can't. I can know. I'm not really. I think. I think. I, no. I'm not. I. I. I would. I would find. I've grown up with the seasons and the mm-hmm. the shifting daylight hours, so no, I'm not envious well, at all. Good segue, Ed. Good as segue. You
1: know, I've spent uh, you know parts of my life in, in foreign climates. You you do you still get these seasons, and it's surprisingly close to the equator. There's a surprising difference, all right? So I lived for a while uh, in Ethiopia. Now Ethiopia is not on the equator, but not, not by some some way. But it's, it's not nearer than we are. An awful lot nearer than we are, you don't have to, you know, it's a couple of days' travel to get to the place. Even you, you know, you yeah. could do it, you could drive there in two days, it'd be long, boring two days, but you could do it. Um, and yet, lots of people would say to me, they'd say, Oh, there's no difference, there's no difference. And I'd say, There is, right? Because I would often walk down to the bus station to get a bus either north to McKellar or south to Alamata, and the buses all leave, at least nominally, they all leave at six in the morning, that's the time that buses leave. So you have to get to the bus station four, six to get your bus. Mm -hmm. And and at certain times of the year, it's dark when you walk to the bus station. And then at other times of the year, it is light when you walk to the bus, because six o'clock is the the point across which the the calendar moves, isn't it? Yes. I had to to point this out to colleagues. They'd say, oh yes, we are near the equator. There is no difference. I said, there is. Six months ago, we were sitting here in broad daylight, waiting for the Alamata bus. Now we're sitting here, it is dark. They go, Oh yeah. As if I hadn't <laughs> noticed before. I said, yeah. It's um it's a surprisingly big effect, surprisingly close to the equator. So nothing yeah. of course to the effect in say Shetland or something. But um it amused me that that people honestly hadn't noticed that <laughs> sometimes it was dark and sometimes it was light. Yeah. You'd think, shouldn't you? would
0: think you would think you notice that. But It no. does vary a bit, doesn't it? Because of the still even the, the equator still I, th- I haven't done. That. I haven't thought about this. We're, t- we're spending too much time talking about this, like we did last oh, week well, talking about well, something. Well, I don't want to waste just... the whole show talking about it. But anyway, I would managed
1: cleverly segue into envy, yes. which is the uh, sin. It's the sin we're considering. Sin of envy. And I think it's harsh to make that sin. I'm going to. My opener is that you think of all the sins. It's surely entirely natural to go. Do you know what? What he's got looks all right, isn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I think like, outlawing the most. Well, no, I think lust is the most basic of the human uh, human uh, appetites, probably. I I do think you know gluttony suggests that you're uh, eating to excess to the point when it's unhealthy. Yeah. Mm. But envy. Surely we're all envious of you know the neighbour's ass or uh, actually that's covetousness. So I'm not really sure. I know what the difference is. Hang on, so, you're na- envious of the neighbour's ass? Yes, that's from the Bible, and it refers to an animal with big ears. Oh, I, 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 a donkey, donkey. We're not, donkey no, we're not talking about <laughs> parlance here. I hope you didn't think that for a moment. Uh, <laughs> sort of enough. anything. But, and, yeah, I, and can, we clarify, can you quickly clarify
0: for me the difference between covetousness and envy? No, and, and then jealousy as well. They um, seem
1: very similar, don't they?
0: They all seem similar. Are we
1: going I to be think... forced to do some research so we can talk about this with any form of confidence? We should have gone on with a really obvious one.
0: Does okay. jealousy. jealousy only apply to to love? Or, or, or And envy's a bigger, broader thing. Shall we see what Google has to say on the matter quickly? Yeah, no, I, I haven't looked in a dictionary on these uh, things. I'm going
1: to have to find it out. I'm sorry about that. Um... So we were going to talk about envy um we I'd asked on the internet what uh were teachers envious of yeah um, uh Richard who you, I think you probably remember as Veranda thought that that guy who was living in the Seychelles right we've come across him on Did you never lovely man anyway, I met him in Leeds last summer when we were on our grand tour, and he was as nice as I hoped. he's now a daddy, which is pretty exciting um. He said, "What made him feel envious was looking at his Facebook memories from the last three years. All that time he spent
2: <laughs> in the
1: same shells." I thought, uh, "Then you're envious of yourself, aren't
0: you, mate?" Yeah, you know,
1: being I, envious of yourself is a is a
0: pretty tricky I, situation. I think we need to break it down a bit. Um, okay. And you've got some more than more answers to go through, but I think we need to think about envy oh, it, envy as applied to teaching and our profession, yeah. as that's as we're on teachers talk radio and but then but envy perhaps in 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 our lives more broadly um and maybe we'll do the teaching related stuff first um go on but you've got some more more um anecdotes well let me see if i have <laughs> <laughs> let's see if i have quickly
1: opens app to find out if anybody because i've literally just i scraped in through the door i don't know
0: if you noticed. i notice about 30 seconds late but I was screaming, out. I had to go to Tesco's. Two and a half minutes Ed, late, two and a half minutes late. Two
1: and a half? But I'm
0: normally late starting, so I was on time today. That's weird.
1: My watch, not my watch, my telephone told me I was a minute late. But then that's probably a minute when I started to log in, and that probably took a second or two, didn't it? So, um... oh.
3: mm-hmm. um,
1: Let's find out by going back to the tweet. No, there is very little on this, mate. Um, Yeah. Facebook
0: memories for the past three years. And Lucy, is she out there listening? If not, she will be later. She's out there. Lucy's out there. Maxim's out there. Tim's out there. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, groupies. Okay. Well, Lucy says she's envious of her cat, when, or, or she <laughs> feels
1: envious of her cat when she's feeling overloaded and stressed. And then all the cat needs to do is get her 18 hours of sleep each day. She says, I remember feeling envious of my childhood cats when I was doing A levels and they didn't have to. Yeah, So yeah we can be envious of uh envious you know,
0: of animal of like uh, yeah i, I i'm i definitely oh, envious God, of of, anim- of of non-human animals dogs um where the expression it's a dog's life comes from i mean they have a good life in in most homes not all homes but in most homes dogs have a nice time they they sleep a lot they eat a lot they get a couple of walks a day if they're lucky and it's all right being a dog
1: OK, here we go. Bings, A-I, right? The, the Bing are all over the A-I, aren't they? Um, they say envy and jealousy are two different emotions that are often used interchangeably. However, there is a difference between the two. Envy is the feeling of wanting something that someone else has. For example, I might want your charisma or I might want...
0: Because <laughs> uh, envy... you're entirely
1: lacking in it yourself, Ed. Yeah, no. Well, that's, that's, that's the problem. Uh, envy is the feeling of wanting something that someone else has, maybe a neighbor's ass, for example. It is a reaction to lacking something that someone else possesses. Jealousy, on the other hand, is the fear of losing something that you already have to someone else. It's oh. the reaction to the threat of losing something that you already possess. I hope this helps, says Bing rather nicely. I hope this helps. Let me know if you have any other questions
0: yes so right so jealousy so what's is the other,
1: one, then? the other one is covetousness
0: isn't it yes too many words too many letters in that word well anyway
1: so what we, when we envy it's wanting something so for example i was feeling very fondly about how much nice it must be to teach under the welsh curriculum Yes. when you compare it to what i'm looking at in the english curriculum and i think that's a good example of envy because that's something they've got and i think I mean, Wallet. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it's going badly wrong in some places, and I'm sure it's terrific in others. But overall, it seems like an exciting experiment, and I'm quite envious of that. Someone yeah. else, i someone like a human. I'm envious of. is lovely, Deborah
0: Kid. Do you know Deborah Kid? I know yeah. Deborah Kidd. I met. Well, I don't know her well. I met her at um, what's it called last year? Rethinking Ed. Yeah, she's she's yeah, she's yeah. cool.
1: Well, she's terrific. She's just in the last stages of packing up her life in England, moving to Brussels to work in a in a school over there where they put her in as a sort of, I don't know what quite what the job title is, but she seems to be in charge of putting joy and ethics into their curriculum. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm envious that. So that's some professional envy there, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't find myself all that envious anymore of people who've got posh jobs, you know, I mean, I don't. No. No, oh, I... how exciting! Someone says, "Oh, I'm very pleased to say, announced that I've been made, you know, uh, you know, executive head over three schools in our um, trust or something." I'm like, "Whoa, you poor sod! That sounds <laughs> terrible. I'm yes. so sorry for you. I'm quite envious of people who have an honest classroom job. And I don't know if I went back to it, I might change my mind quickly. But at the moment, that sounds like an absolute dream. I spend all day in my classroom." With my brilliant Year Five kids, we're doing some writing. We're doing some poems. We're getting ready for the school play. We have a laugh. We do some maths. It sounds
0: brilliant. And you mentioned Year Five, and is Year Five? I think we can statistically prove it. The whole, the best of all school years. I think Year Five is the ultimate year of education. And yet, because it's not a big measured exam year, um, it's not deemed that important in comparison to six or 11 or 13. But frankly, year six, 11 and 13 can do one. And year, I think, five and seven and maybe three and possibly year 12 can Be celebrated and for being years of. This is why you know that's the year. Best key stage should be three, shouldn't it? Should be. We've had this conversation
1: before, but we'll have it again. It's a hobby horse. I'm glad to to ride any time. But yeah, yeah. Key stage three should be the best key stage. Uh, Year five, I think, within the world of primary, they can read, they can write. You shouldn't be doing up any shoelaces. You shouldn't be wiping any bottoms. Not really, and yet. And you know
0: adolescence is not kicked at the beginning of year five, adolescence hasn't started to weave its no, sort of
1: and if you've got a good curriculum in your school, then they are eager to learn. You know, yeah. that's exciting stuff we're doing here. This feels proper now. Mm. You know, because we're not limited by our reading anymore, so we can really crack on. Yeah year five give me somebody somebody out there in radio land because i know millions of people listen to this sometimes we're the second most downloaded show on this particular network you know <laughs> <laughs> so that's that, that's literally tens of people listening to this and if they got past the first 30 seconds and then realized that wasn't what they were listening for then someone called me up and offered me a year five job in an exciting school with a really cool curriculum it yes. has to be within driving distance of exeter if i'm honest because uh because I can't really move my offspring till those A levels are out of the way. And since we haven't quite finished the GCSEs yet, that's a bit previous. However, yeah. nonetheless, or if you want to extend an invitation for two years from now, and about two years, or oh, in a few days, because we haven't done the A levels yet, have we? I will be free to move, free to move. And then you've got a great
0: curriculum, and yeah. you
1: want me to teach a year five, and you promise that you won't.
0: <laughs> oh, I think, um the, the you, you should be you look at in, in a couple of years time um 360 school or something school 360 whatever it's called part of the um oh it's 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 a primary school it was a new school uh, it's got dual heads um sarah unpronounceable surname um she was on um news night i think talking about um unions and and strikes and stuff earlier in the year um and andrea sylvain i want to say is the other head the co-head um that's a pretty funky place they're doing things differently you know um, you know like um,
1: andrea sylvain
0: andrea sylvain. sylvain um is she
1: from the sylvanian family because if so no she's
0: not <laughs> um i think it's Andrea sylvain and i think and then it's some um, sarah She's got Z's in her surname. Um, Sarah, and... you
1: mean Sarah
0: Seliginov. Yeah, that's the one I mean, yes,
1: yes. Yeah, that's the one. I'm just Googling. There we go. Welcome to School360. Should I be envious of School360? Well, welcome so is... to School360 in a school community. And thank you for taking the time to find out about us. We want our you and your child to feel part of a strong community which cares for you, makes you feel welcome, makes you feel emotional. Every school in the nation says that we love these joyful moments in the classroom where children realize they've learned something new and want to share it. Every school in the nation says that we believe we are all learners and work with our teaching staff to explore how to use play for learning, how to develop diverse leadership teams, how to make maths learning both fun and effective. Are you suggesting maths isn't usually fun? It's a bit rude, isn't it, to all the practitioners who work so hard? (laughs) <laughs> how to develop a love of reading oh yeah none of it they that's very innovative imagine that imagine trying to develop a love of reading how to help teachers develop their practice well listen i bet they're marvelous and i can see pictures of andrea and sarah and i wish them all the best but uh, that front page it's not selling it know, for you well not by itself i don't know if you um i don't know if you if you
0: like i enjoy school's mission statements I know I don't enjoy them because they're they they're just they're just sort of rent a mission statement aren't they they're just right, oh no and uh, in the in the world of Church of England school
1: we uh we uh, we have to have them and they have to be uh, scripturally based you know otherwise we'll fail our Siams inspection I was at a um, conference on Monday uh Church of England school conference and uh Andy wolf who's their head of education for the Church of England was saying if there was like a what's that game where you say something and it goes
0: Ching. Um, isn't that um, um, QI? No, no, is it Family Fortunes? Is it? Or it's very similar so program. QI. Well, we asked,
1: yeah, no, is we asked one hundred people where is somebody you has on holiday, and the panicking yeah. oh. person from the family says, "Oh, I, 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 I um, I'm, I'm, Naxos." Okay, let's check it. <laughs> Next person comes and says, "Is it the seaside?" Ching, <laughs> that one. It's Andy Wolf was saying, if you were playing that game with Church of England school mission statements, and you said "living life in all its fullness," you would get the top score. And that's most Church of England schools. Oh, we live life in all its fullness. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, we're flourishing. They say that's the other way they're flourishing. Whereas I? Don't, we don't say that. We don't. We don't know that one. Anyway, well, anyway, I was. I had a little slideshow I used to have for a while of school signs out the front, and they'd say. Learning across our communities or bringing joy every day or something, and there was one, and it's always in a curly font and it's always a little bit lower and it's always got inverted yeah. commas, so you can tell what it is. Yeah, oh, they're so just
0: go, vacuous, so
1: they are vacuous anyway. So I'd go through these, and I'd you know, with my audience, where who I was speaking to, I'd say, you know, oh, this is an inspiring one, and it would say, you know, learning in the heart of all we do or something, and then you click on the next one. There's one where they'd obviously got the same sign writer to do it. And it said, visitors, report
0: to reception. <laughs> which was probably a more useful school vision, wasn't it? Yeah. and I have, But I have been talking of, of, of school, or not mission statements, or just school slogans. It's slogans, which we're talking about as well. Is that um, the, there's a school near me um, in, on the edge of Maidstone, Cornwallis Academy. Um, I, used and- the great Cornwallis. I used to
1: live by Cornwallis
0: Road. Carry on. Yeah, and and Cornwallis named after Lord Cornwallis of Linton Park next next door. Um, although that's now flats or not flats or business or something anyway. But um, uh, and it's a um secondary modern, and it's one of the um, building schools for the future. So I think it's the largest single building school building in in Kent. It's a massive massive building. But their first when they were when they first opened the new the new school building, um, probably about. 20 years ago now, maybe more. Um don't know about 20 years ago. Um it had their logo was Tomorrow's Future Today, which mm. I spent a lot of time grappling with and I couldn't quite get there. But it's changed it because they realized it was crap too. And um uh only the C R A P word this week. I'm not gonna go further than that this week. Sorry about last week still. Um and I um the, the current one is ambitions for all ambitions for all, which is utterly meaningless.
1: Ambitions for all? I mean, just find me the school, which is brave enough to say that they don't have ambitions for They're
0: life. only ambitious for the clever ones, or they're only ambitious for the practical ones, or they're only ambitious for the sporty ones. Yeah, exactly.
1: I, we, you know, we know
0: the schools exist. <laughs> we, just, <laughs> we don't think they'd put it on the sign at the front. No, exactly. Um, but I tell you what, though, if we can just veer away, we're not talking about envy anymore, but if we can just veer away from education slogans, what I would like to put into Room 101 more than anything Mm -hmm. distribution companies or supply chain logistic companies logos i noticed these on the motorway and i i I, I very rarely get incensed about anything but seriously these things wind me up more than pretty much anything um you've got like um something like solving your uh, no hang on not no delivering supply chain solutions so Mm. what what well, does that mean? Solutions is, is
1: the word solution.
0: Well, solution to a problem, fine. But but the word solution on its own conjures up me something dissolved in a liquid to me. But, um, you know, delivering supply chain solutions. And then there was one I saw, which has got a double, basically, it was delivering, it was delivering sustainable distribution. What? Delivering- so sustainable distribution yeah but distribution and delivering are the same thing really sort of um
1: well, if, you, if you
0: my brother used to work for
1: brown and tours now do you know what brown and tours make brown and tours brown Tor. no, no they're a great great company is name of two people mr brown and mr Tours. and they are i believe still britain's leading company manufacturing pipes and tubes good now, have you ever in your life stopped? To, uh, you probably have, because of you work at Pfizer. But has the man in the street ever stopped to think about the difference between a pipe and a tube? Oh. I, I, but a brand tours. You know, you like you're saying the same thing twice. Turns out, of course, it turns out they're very absolutely different. They might be the same thing, but they're different jobs because stuff goes through pipes, Where tubes exist structurally. Oh. I'm like, mate, you can pump, you can pump stuff through a scaffold pole. Yeah, it's the same thing. No, because it's it's doing a different job. Oh, like the difference yeah. between gerund and the
0: uh, present continuous, isn't it? Same thing, different job. Wow, wow. Where, we we've gone to places that I'd never expected to get to.
1: You we weren't expecting to go to private. But, and I'm envious. So, all right, we we a. It's half past nine. Yep. Shall we do the news? And then after that, shall we say we've done a bit of education? And we who we really envious of? Come on, we can do that. Yeah,
0: I haven't talked about envy myself yet, so so I'd like to okay, say a little well, bit yeah. about about envy in teaching and envy in life. Yes, absolutely. Um, we'll do the news. Good plan, Ed. Here's so. the news, everyone, and the tech update, and maybe an advert or two to start off with. See you. See, you. See you. Read news all about of it. News, news of the world. world. News of the world. Here it comes. It's
2: time for a fresh start to language learning. Pearson Edexcel's new student-centered French, German and Spanish 2024 GCSEs cater to the needs of all learners, regardless of their background, ability or reason for studying Our clinically-approved, ready-to-go well-being and mental health programme will help your pupils thrive. In only 10 minutes a day, you'll be able to deliver social and emotional learning and well-being tools throughout your school. To find out more, visit us at www.happyconfident.com.
0: This is Teachers Talk Radio. And this is Teachers Talk Radio
2: The BBC reports that one in three primary schools has no male teachers. The study by the Warwick Business School says the proportion of schools without a male classroom teacher has increased in the last 12 months. The report's author, Dr Joshua Fullard, said this lack of male teachers was bad for pupils. Dr Fullard is Assistant Professor of Behavioural Science at Warwick Business School. He went on to say that there is a large body of research that shows students benefit from being educated by a teacher with certain similarities to them. The report also found that schools in special measures are less likely to have a male classroom teacher. In total, the report found that 24.3% of all state schools in England had no male classroom teachers. The report called for teachers' pay to be raised by more than 10% and for a merit-based reduction in tuition fees for university-led teacher training to be introduced. Julie McCulloch, Director of Policy for ASCL Union, said more needed to be done to attract men and women alike, and a spokesperson for the DfE said the department wanted the profession to be inclusive. Northeast Child Poverty Commission website reports that new figures published by the DfE confirm that more than 3 in 10 pupils across the North East are now registered for free school meals. This is an increase from January 2022. It remains the highest proportion of any part of England. The figure of 30.4% is compared with 18.8% of pupils in the South East and 19.4% in the East of England. The England wide rate is 23.8%. All regions have seen a significant increase in the number and share of children eligible for free school meals over the last seven years. The Guardian reports children's enjoyment of writing has fallen to crisis point, following research completed by the National Literacy Trust. The charity says an alarmingly low level of children and young people enjoy writing. The research was conducted across the UK. 34.6% of young people aged eight to 18 said that they enjoy writing in their free time. Although three in four children starting school said that they enjoyed writing, this dropped to one in four by the age of 16. The children's and young people's writing report is drawn from over 70,000 responses from children to the charity's annual literacy survey. The number of children who say they enjoy writing in their free time has dropped by 12.2% in the 13 years since the survey began. Young people do report that they write to improve mental health and well-being and to support causes or issues they care about. Full details can be found on the National Literacy Trust website. Finally, Microsoft News reports that Taiwan has made the move to use Generative Artificial Intelligence, or AI, to help students learn English. Teachers in the country often report that students read and write better than they speak English, as shyness and a lack of practice can hinder oral communication. A new chat bot has been funded by Taiwan's Ministry of Education to help pupils get the practice they need. The Kooli bot allows pupils to speak person to AI and build up conversation on preset topics. It also assesses punctuation, accuracy, and fluency. Taiwan has set a goal of becoming bilingual in Chinese and English by 2030. This has been your Teacher's Talk Radio News with Joe Fox.
0: This is Two Minute Tech with
3: Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, this week I'm going to ask you a question. Do you use presentation software to help you deliver your lessons? 99% of you will be saying yes at this point. Have you ever considered how many presentations the average pupil in your school sees in a day, in a week, or even in their entire school life? Considering a typical secondary education, with a bit of rough maths, Over a week with 5 lessons a day, there's potential to see 25 presentations. That's 100 presentations in just 4 weeks. I've left out any additional presentations like assemblies and visitors etc. Working on a 38 week year, that's a whopping 950 presentations a year. That's a lot of presentations. Now, let's throw in some schools have a standardized slide theme and set layouts. Now we have 950 exactly the same lesson beginnings. I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but do we really know what experience a pupil gets through a typical week in school? Are they being engaged or are they being presented with the same visual stimulus day in, day out, simply causing them to fly below the radar? If you're like me, you're now thinking, how do I make my presentation stand out? Is there a presentation software out there that's better than all the rest? In my humble opinion, This is like the Visualizer versus HD webcam argument. What works for some does not work for others because all subjects are not the same. Which is a good thing, don't get me wrong. But please bear in mind that what works for one teacher may not work for another. A search for free presentation software returns no less than 24 apps I recognise. Some are interactive, like Mentimeter. Others have more dynamic transitions, like Prezi. Most also have additional features and add-ons you can purchase. I know what you're saying. Come on, Steve. Which is the best, though? Well, the answer is simple. But I've run out of time so I'll have to tell you next week. In the meantime, please consider the number of presentations a typical pupil is subjected to in your school. Does this need to change, or does it work? And how do you know? Do you have a preferred presentation software, and what are the features that make it stand out for you? Let us know at TT Radio Official. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods. Your Tech Briefing on Teachers Talk Radio.
0: And back in the room, in the room, back in the room. Yes. Envy, Ed. Um, Yeah. What are you envious of? In teaching? I don't think much. I think I'm I'm probably envious of the, you know, we spoke about teachers who either or. Or maybe we didn't. We spoke about teachers who, it being about love last week a bit, but mm. but I think I think you know there are really two types of teacher, aren't there? The are one one that love children a little bit too much, and one that don't love children enough, really. Um, yeah. and and so I'm a bit envious of that teacher that that manages to get that balance mm. right, you know, that 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 is 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 a real champion and supporter of the child and children in their class or subject class or whatever um but still has that sort of command of um authority and discipline and 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 absolute relentless focus on their their um their subject but you know has has that i'm a bit envious of someone who manages to do both parts of the job well really you know the kind of relationships and the expertise um because i think in my experience, as as if, uh, you know, I think generally speaking, teachers are better at one of those two things, um, and it's so I'm a little bit envious of the person who's who's always organised and up to date and and never really has any bothers with bother with their children, their classes, but yet they're still sort of adored by their children oh, that they teach, nice. you know. You know the song The Urban Spaceman? I wonder if you do. Oh, the Bonzo you know, Dog Doodar Band, yes. By the Bonzo Dog
1: Dah And 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 what's the final line of that song about, you know, do you know do you know? No. Okay, well, let me hear you. let me tell you. The Urban Spaceman by the Bonzo Dog Doodar Band. I'm the Urban Spaceman, baby. I got speed, I got everything I need, you know. And the song, it's a self-aggrandizing song. I'm the urban spaceman, I'm making out. I'm all about, I wake up every morning with a smile upon my face. My natural exuberance spills out all over the place. Do you know that teacher? I'm the urban spaceman. I'm intelligent and clean. I'm a lover second to none. So uh, I never let my friends down. I've never made a boob. I'm a Mm. glossy magazine, an advert in the tube. The final couplet, ladies and gentlemen, the final couplet, the point of my interjection. I'm the urban spaceman, babe, and here comes the twist. I don't exist. Yes, absolutely. How profound. That teacher that you're describing there who has absolute balance, command over the work-life balance, is affectionate and loving towards the children but knows their boundaries. Who never falls behind on their paperwork and always gets their assessments in on time in the preferred format, straight (laughs) into the correct drive on teams. That teacher, they don't exist. Or if they do, they've got some other sin. That we don't know of maybe they're the one who microwaves the fish in the staff room
0: but or maybe they're ai maybe maybe they're the one who hoards the glue sticks no oh. one's perfect. they won't the perfect teacher won't use glue sticks because they're so terrible for the environment um the perfect one. teacher would not use such they things
1: use their own spittle
0: <laughs> in a special little dabby box that's what i do <laughs> Anyway, so, but, but what am I envious of the outside teaching? Not a lot. I get less and less envious with age, I think. Yes. I think.
1: You've hit the big 5-0, haven't you? And now, now yeah. wisdom is creeping over you as it did for me nearly two years ago. That's
0: why I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, no, but I just think that, that you know, I, I don't want for a lot anyway. I think I'm I'm rather, rather blessed and fortunate and some might say privileged. Um. Uh, but nice, but I hopefully that... hopefully i'm not entitled because that's that's grim when people are in, sort of feel entitled to to their privilege then that's that's yeah. that's an ugly thing and it's that's, quite it's quite, it's quite prevalent in the world i i live and work in um but there you go um but i would say that when i was younger if i think about one of my fixations you know farming and stuff i used to and and cars i used to like when i was younger i used to you know, fantasize about the biggest sort of, not fantasize, but that's a bit, but it get excited by big machinery, big tractors and, and oh, big wow. things. And I've you know, seen the,
1: you excited
0: by tractors, Toby. Yeah. I know
1: you can't pretend
0: that you're not excited about tractors anymore. No, I still am excited, but I think, I think I don't want to, I don't, you know, I used to dream of owning a large farm with lots of big machines, whereas now I just quite like a field with an old Massey Ferguson 135, that's a potter about it. Done.
1: I don't ask for much.
0: All I want is my own field. I want a <laughs> field and an old Massey Ferguson one three five um, from the year of my birth. <laughs> but but no, I don't. I don't. Bottle of wine, some fine cheeses. <laughs> no, <I> absolutely. <laughs> but I think I think that I I know a lot of uh, what I see in my children who are growing up around lots of rich people because they're privately educated Mm -hmm. as as I was and I so I knew and you know I, I suppose I took I took people's um nice big houses in the country for granted when I was growing up you know I thought that was kind of normal and and my children probably think it's kind of normal although they're they're a little more well-rounded as they all did spend some time at the village primary school um ollie completed his time anna left at the end of year three um but and that was quite a broad demographic our village primary school so um i think um yeah but i I, what i mean is i i i 'm expo- I know lots of people who 've got lovely big houses in the country and they 've got incredible wine cellars and they 've got swimming pools and and they have incredible cars and holidays and all sorts of stuff but i don 't envy it i don 't envy it I, all I, 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 all I want is a, a two bedroom cottage with enough space to fit my records and my books and and my wine and my my, my spontaneously purchased case or two of wine and cheese that i want to enjoy so so you know if i if i couldn't afford to enjoy those things in life i might be i might be envious of of people who who have you know if i was on the bread line completely oh, yeah. um and and i couldn't afford even a fairly fairly humble sort of two bedroom cottage um in not the richest part of the country um then I probably would have a bit of envy but I don't know you know people who are often poor um as long as they're not in poverty are often some of the most contented people in 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 the land you know I think if you're if you're rich you just want to be richer or you or you do envy envy someone else's even greater wealth i don't i, I don't know that's
1: why, maybe that's why envy
0: is a sin because i was saying i
1: think it's the most natural thing in the world to go Do you know what i just i would like a little bit more i would like i think uh you know it would be nice to live on the other side of the hill whatever maybe it's a sin because
0: it leads us into you
1: know not valuing what we have so well you're not that's... living
0: life are you if you're if you're always wanting more whether that's a more wine or more money need, uh, or more land or gratitude journal
1: next to your bed i hope you do have you got a gratitude journal next to your bed Before i have a good night do you sit up
0: just for just for a minute or two and write down three things
1: that you you're can thankful be grateful for. For? do you do do you do that
0: no i don't but i i could i could write down 30 things that i'm grateful for every night so so well, i, I, I I'd, I'd sit there staring at the blank page thinking my life is terrible <laughs> that's what i would do i could do you think i should try you should challenge me you to know, try well, no, it even, even it's, it's interesting though because i'm very i'm very up at the moment i'm very up at the moment i want, like, you know maybe 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 the so-called happy pills genuinely do make oh, me feel I'm happy next i I'm, I'm around your way i'm going to take a pocketful and see if they make me happy they're, they're good they're good i have to say it's it's very good um it works for me um I'm and amazing. um but, but i think they don't sort of numb me they just they just de-anxiety de anxietize me um but but i think when i was
1: this is this isn't radio talk this is genuine talk does that make you more productive because the anxiety doesn't get between you
0: and what you need to be doing yeah i think it does probably i think it probably does it's just just get on with it yeah yeah i think so I don't know. Yeah. That will only be tested in September when I start my new job. I've got my yeah. induction yeah. day tomorrow. I've got a new new staff induction day at my new school tomorrow. So, so um, that's quite exciting. That it's exciting. Um,
1: oh, I'm, not, I'm I'm excited for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: What's and the, what's the I've. Code? What's the dress code? Check the letter twice. I haven't. Is doesn't it say a dress code, but start? it's it's going to be hot day. i I'm, I'm going to wear a floral open neck shirt a a a right. thinner jacket and nice. um a pair of um sand chinos because my suits that i have i bought new suits last week but they're all a bit they're a bit warm they're a bit warm so i'm gonna it's i'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna risk not wearing a tie and 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 going with as thinner thinner garments as i possibly can and mm. um i'm not i'm not i'm yeah i you think that'll be okay a,
1: a wafty caftan
0: then you wouldn't go so far no i don't think i wish to wafty caftan not going to go in in a sarong it's, um you know,
1: bigger for a caftan no, not a sarong please don't go in a sarong nobody needs that but i think a wafty caftan i think when <laughs> we get to the festival together which we will at some point that will it will happen sooner or later but still we... got tickets sorry for which one? Woman's still got tickets available yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, mate. I think I think I don't think I'm going to do Wombat this year. I
0: love. I keep looking at Black Deer and thinking it looks great. Black Deer this weekend. I am rocking that this weekend. So I've got a lift a lift on Friday after work. So I shall be able to have a few beers on Friday night. Saturday I'm roaming around. On my own Sunday, I'm roaming around on my own, but there's some great acts. I'm looking forward to the pretenders no. actually. I've never never seen the pretenders. Looking forward to Steve Earl. Never I seen mean, Steve Earl. No,
1: I have seen Steve Earl, but I'd love to see Steve earl again. There's some good people on that. There this are isn't radio talk, is it? This is us just Kurt
0: Vile and the Violators. I'm quite looking forward to seeing. And Lucas Nelson. Yeah. Sorry?
1: If my, say if my life in the next year goes how I wish it will go in the next year, then maybe next year I'll get to Black Deer if it's still there. I've say yeah, festivals by amazing. the wayside at an
0: extraordinary pace. The number of festivals which aren't happening, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: it's horrible.
0: Yeah, no, it's, there's that. too many. The market's so, super saturated. Um, super and but but if you if you have a niche, if you're a niche with a slightly different type of music, um, I think like the one I went to, the Wide Awake one in London, was quite niche. Um, Black Deers, quite niche, could be all right.
1: Lake Fest. Lake Fest, I'm going to. Do you want to know who I'm going to see at Lake Fest? Lakefest is that local it's not very local it's an Easterner castle i'm googling it as i speak um clean bandit johnny oh, marr yes, yes. i don't think i need to see clean bandit i hope i don't have to see them <laughs>
0: <laughs> johnny all... marr's playing
1: johnny marr's playing yeah so that's that's quite
0: exciting isn't it johnny marr Gaz coombs we like gas don't we Oh, I like Gaz a... I saw him in, in Camden in, in April. I like like Gaz. His his album, new album's good. He's he's good, got a great band. He'll be good. He'll be so good. Go Dom's and see him. Hmm?
1: Brace Faithless are doing a DJ set, which basically means putting on a on a mini disc, isn't it? Um <laughs> The Wurzels. You love the Wurzels. I love the Wurzels.
0: But, like, I, there's some I mean... great names on here. Dick and Dom are playing. Oh, I love Dick and Dom as well. I don't. I don't know if oh, I do, it do love. I love the wurzels.
1: Flying spiral carpets.
0: They haven't got a niche, have they? <laughs> Their
1: niche is. Will you come, please? You will. Fine. <laughs> yeah. That's hang wow, on. Eastnor Castle. I know that. Where is that? Eastnor. It's a. Uh, it's in Eastnor Castle Deer Park, which is in Herefordshire. H R eight one E N. OK, yeah, that does sound like a bit of a random spread of acts, I would say. It sounds like some people who agreed to come, doesn't it? It doesn't have anything. But I'll tell you also who's playing is Ola Samba. Of course, you know Ola Samba. Do I? No, you don't. They're the local samba gig. Oh, like the local band. samba band, Ola Samba. Local samba um, band, and I might have a job waving their banner. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm a banner waver.
1: That's how I'm getting into that one.
0: Yeah. So no, I'm very excited about Black Deer. I'll tell you all about Black Deer next week, Ed. Sorry about, sorry about the envy. You're envious of me going to Black Deer.
1: Oh, no, I seriously am. But well, I don't think I can handle it. It's, uh, we're two weeks into term and there are five weeks left to go in my neck of the woods. I imagine mm. considerably fewer in yours.
0: Um, I, I will have three weeks after this weekend. You bugger. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Five weeks. Look, there are half terms. I'm rather demob,
0: though. I'm rather, rather demob. I'm, I'm, I'm bashing through my reports. I'm, I'm meeting my deadlines at the moment. Well done. I might not my be meeting guys, them by Friday, Friday though.
1: written, and they're all in the shared drive. Very proud. If they're listening, they're not. But Chagford Primary, Posse, they put their reports in. They are all in the folder. Now I have to read 150 reports. I have to make a pithy comment, which really makes the parents see that I know that kid. And profound. Really profound. And I always like to wish them best luck. You know, wish you the best of luck in your add one to whatever they're in now. I think that goes well. love a report. But I'm, yes, I'm envious of you with your three weeks left. That's like the end is in sight, isn't it? That's like, yeah, we've got sports day. We've got the editor production. We've got the editor concert. We've got the parents coming in to see the end of unit. You know, curriculum products or whatever it is, you're basically checking out now, like a yeah. funk
3: soul brother. You know? I am
0: like a funk soul brother. We just need to give Lucy a hug, a, a, an online hug. We need to give Lucy oh, yeah? an online hug. She says, please don't talk about reports. I'll be both envious and cry. And I know Lucy, I think, is having to write a, not only her own class reports, but I think another class reports of, of a class she's never really taught due to some possible long term yeah, yeah, sick leave or something like that. Um. And so that's that's a tough gig, I think, in in, in a primary school, probably. Um yeah. So you Lucy, big shout out to you. Um and I don't think I mentioned it last week. It was lovely to see Lucy and her husband, Richard, um, to meet him, <laughs> who's a lovely guy at the Primitives gig. Um and oh, yeah. so um in um when that when whenever that was, um start of half term, that was the Friday night. She's a she's a lovely, lovely person in the flesh and on Twitter. And on Radio Land. Anyway, Ed, it's 54 minutes. We've talked about... Which which one are we going to milk for conversation next week? Oh, mate.
1: I mean, honestly. So jealousy is going to be harder than I thought because jealousy is about... And so...
0: Is jealousy a sin as well? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go through the seven again. In case anybody... We've got lust. That's the best one. We've got... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've lost it. Sloth. We did sloth last week. That's ticked off. We never need to talk about that again. Yeah. We've got yeah. jealousy. We've got envy. we got gluttony.
0: We've got
1: two more that I can't
0: remember. Hang on. Wait, wait, let's start again. Sloth and envy have been done. You're saying there's jealousy as well. Yeah, then yeah. there's. So that's the thing
1: you've got, which you don't want to lose. So, like, when God says, it's... I am a jealous God. He's not saying, I would like your PS4. He's saying, oh. I look after my own stuff, baby. And then there's, you know?
0: then there's greed and gluttony and lust. Are they separate? For heaven's sake, it's all the same thing. Greed and gluttony and lust and wrath or rage. Wrath. Oh, I like a bit of wrath. I think that's a positive.
1: I, I, I think i, I think
0: think, wrong on that one. Should we do wrath next week? Wrath great so i think i think we are going to struggle to do jealousy i don't i think i think we might we might have to do five deadly sins um and and I'll and, and skip.
1: Ourselves a couple of weeks at the end to talk cod about other stuff yeah <laughs> that's enough sinning now i don't know i thought we milked envy i thought
0: we did all right we've done all right we've done all right we've done, right. We've done very well um but, but <laughs> the song i suggested that you could play is not appropriate for envy it's unless we've merged Unless we've merged Jealousy and Envy. I just thought I'd do Urban Spaceman, really. I thought... unless Oh, Oh, because... Brilliant. I love it. Do it. Do it. Can you do um, uh, Shirt as well, by the Bonzos, and and, um, Hunting Tigers out in India?
1: Um, Some other time
0: I'll do that for you. (laughs) Mr Apollo is a good psychedelic rock number, I'd say. Uh, I have seen... Mr. Apollo. My mum had the the LP. My mum was given the record by my second eldest half brother as a sort of um, marrying my dad a wedding present or something ridiculous. I don't think that brother had really pitched your mother that right. By I mean, I no, he met didn't. Half the time, so. <laughs> I think I think he did. I think he thought my mother was obviously ridiculous, so I'm going to give her a ridiculous record. I, I have think no was idea quite... what to give this woman. There's nothing I have that she could remotely want. I will give her something giving. There you go. Good for it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's an important record in my um, what nostalgia. You can join in.
1: I'm the urban spaceman, baby. I got speed. I got everything I need. I'm the urban spaceman, baby. I can I fly. Can fly. Oh, Super Super Sonic Sonic Guy. guy. I don't need pleasure. I don't feel pain. If you were to knock me down, I'd just get up again. I'm the urban spaceman, baby. I'm making out.
0: out. I'm all all about. about.
1: I wake up every morning with a smile upon my face. My natural exuberance spills out all over the place. I'm the urban spaceman. I'm intelligent and clean. Know what I mean? I mean. I'm the urban urban
0: spaceman. There's a lover second to
1: none.
0: It's It's a lot of fun. I never let my friends down. I've never made a boo. I'm a glossy glossy magazine. magazine, An advert in the
1: tube. Oh, I'm the urban spaceman, baby. here comes a twist. I don't Don't exist.
0: exist there you go that was the wondrous ed finch Thank on a lady. guitar and um, playing a cover of the bonzo dog doodah bands covering on... the time are you talking very slowly because we haven't filled it we no know. we need to, we know, need to make at least one do you know that was produced that it's record was, produ-
1: fast,
0: I <laughs> produced by... it was produced. by was produced by Apollo C. Vermouth, which was an um, not an anagram, a um, and a pseudonym for yeah. Paul, Paul McCartney. Harrison. Paul, Paul McCartney.
1: McCartney. There
0: you go. Yeah. There you go. Apollo C Vermouth. You see, normally Ed is the one with all the snippets of wisdom and knowledge on this radio show, but I just astounded, astounded our five live, six live listeners with that fact. Nineteen sixty-nine. That was released. Have not reacted
1: to the chat. We have just a few more seconds to do that. I wanted to apologise to Maxim for picking on. Well, he says picking on executive heads who work over three schools. There's a lot of them. It's a common thing. And I wasn't meaning to be rude to Maxim. I was saying, but when people tell me they've landed their job, I don't feel envy for them. I think pity is too strong a word. But that's <laughs> the part. <ballpark. laughs> I mean, I have to say, I lead one school and it does my in. So how you manage to <laughs> lead three? I don't doubt that you do it fabulously, Maxim. I don't doubt it. But I have to say, increasingly, I think it's not in my skill set. I also loved Maxim's comment. I once worked in a school with the slogan "Step into mediocrity."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Step into mediocrity. (laughs) Step into mediocrity. Yeah, it's um, it's really. I still don't believe him that that's possible. Step into mediocrity. I don't suppose
1: it is, but I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. You know, I step into. I step into belief. You know the just we'll live by faith i think the bible says and i i would prefer to believe maxim there because the world <laughs> is a better place in which that's the well, it was true um love for the <laughs> i use i do no, i don't think he's here um <laughs> lucy's saying husband works in in all sorts of solutions isn't there a private eye column of solutions
0: I think there, there might is. be i haven't read it private eye for a long time to actually used to be, yeah
1: uh, too many blah blah blah. Not so. Oh no, they got to there before I did. Uh, anyway, there you go. Is there anything exciting in the uh, in the comments? No, people like this. Not show. really. Very kind of them. Thank you for liking the show. I hope we passed an hour of your life less painfully than had you been watching GB News. And if we <laughs> if we did, then you know then we've succeeded in that little goal we set ourselves. <laughs>
0: right everybody thank you very very much for listening um i i can't even remember oh i just press end to end the show that's it i'll try playing the closing theme choosing but i don't think it's going to work um we'll be oh, back next week with with wrath and rage right. and anger and 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 how that manifests itself in the teaching profession thanks ed lovely to chat speak to you next right. week
1: speak soon have a lovely
0: week don't get too hot now no bye
1: you need it Night. bye
0: no The exit theme music's not working. Sing along, sing along. Goodbye from Teacher Talk Radio. Late, late show, Wednesday evening. It's now just after 10 o'clock in the evening. Ed has gone. I'm out to go too. See you next week. Thank you for listening or listening back. Bye-bye.